goes back in old stories of the military. Yeah, his words are all, all, all over the place. But this is the kind of thing that you, nobody is doubting, like him g- going through this, like the importance the ceremonies have to him. Like he makes a point too. So I think in a lot of ways it gives cover to the administration that mm-hmm. this story just goes whatever. Us viewing it as she's going to be president soon. Yeah. Like e- either way, whether it's Joe, if somehow he made it four years, she still would be the, like he's not going to run again. Mm-hmm. So, so this is the future president, and you can see where her mind's at. I right. guess she, so you can see it's you not. Would, you would think she's going to be the one running. She's in charge of the border too. Yeah, that that's where like her whole portfolio is looking pretty abysmal right now, and she can't even do the basic things like right. support our troops. You're the VP. Like this is simpleton stuff, but simpleton stuff is basically all we had this weekend. We just had the breaking. The big news last night was the Texas Democratic delegation from the state house walked out. Yeah. They did not, like, we're talking... Which I'm just finding out about this. Yes. Now, yeah, I'll, I'll go ahead and... So this is interesting. Um, the filibuster. They couldn't make it. There was going to be enough votes for the Republicans in the Texas House to pass their new voting bill. Now, Biden came out and called it racist. They're doing that Jim Crow 2.0. All this one is doing is rescinding the extra... All the changes we made because of the virus is there was everybody audibled their voting structure because of the emergency crisis situation. Well, we're not in that anymore, and hopefully we're not going to do that again. You don't need things like you could drive up ballot. Like like there was actually you could drive in right, and cast your mail. They had a drive through. Yes, that's we don't need that. That's not blocking anyone's right to vote. That's yeah. ridiculous. Like you can't c- control these kind of like. Before 2018, we made a point of always having our election in one spot. And if you didn't want to, we had mail-in ballots for our troops overseas, for people with disabilities. We had a whole process where you can go through the mail, and it was secure. Nobody questioned. But you it. had to have a reason. It wasn't no excuse. No, no. And and, and I'm all for you can even make those reasons lax. But it was a pro- it was a process. It was right. It it sh- w- and it was secure. I mean, the whole point of voting is sh- you should want to go vote. It shouldn't be so easy as you know taking a poll on facebook at the same time it shouldn't be you're standing in line for five hours we can agree with that we can agree that there's you you shouldn't make voting difficult but at the same time you there is a mode there's a little bit of work you have to do the direction to go would be make voting for one a national holiday yes we talked you could have it over a couple days you could do two days yeah and then also maybe uh add some voting facilities you know put more um just to shorten the lines really or set up time. Well, I guess you can't really set up times because that would cut access. But you 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 need to have the people show up and make an effort to actually. Wait, if you're go, not, you have to have, make the effort to go out and vote for the day. And I think the ID. I really think we make IDs for oh, you. But yeah. I think moving forward, and that's where this this Texas law allows a like a type of identification system verification mm-hmm. for the mail votes. But that moves. To, this is all symbolic of the HR one of the HR one S one, the big national bill. This is this is once again the, the Florida was one of the first fights. This is fight number two. I'm not, sorry, not Florida, Georgia. See, in Georgia, the NBA pulled their team over this. Yeah, uh, we're gonna see the MLB has an All Star game in Texas, so we're gonna see if are they gonna take the same stance that the NBA league did. And pull it from the state, or is this going to be recognizing that states have their rights to make their own 
they, 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 each state has its right to vote how it wants. We can't have a Which federal is, bill that I mean, mandates. That should, how, that should be how it is. It's, I, I think, written into the Constitution. That but is my Constitution. The state needs to follow the rules when it comes to voting. Like, Pennsylvania didn't follow their own rules. They changed it at the last second. That's a big problem. In Texas. We it, never voted on it. No, we never had a say as the people of no, the state. No, we did. There was a compromise. Pennsylvania ended up making a last-minute compromise so that it, they traded. You didn't have to, like, they took off the option to vote all one ticket so that you could select, like, say you didn't want to vote Trump, but you wanted to vote GOP down ballot. They allowed that to happen and because they wanted that. That We've was their trade for it. No, I'm not sure. No, I've no, no, always no, no. This specifically took off the option to vote all uh, one. Is they they wanted it removed okay. so that people couldn't just act. Like it would made it more because difficult people typically do just to vote, vote down ballot. Ticket. Or if you're a Democrat, sometimes you just vote for the top of the ticket and you don't mm. even bother about down ballot. Right. So th- there, that was a for them. They thought that would help them, but they also allowed the free mail in ballots. Right, but the, the mail in ballots, the proper way to you have to amend our constitution for the state, and they never went through those. The um, proper uh, channels of doing the mail-in ballots, and it. I mean, but, and, and we were crazy. supposed to get a vote on that. We were supposed to vote on that in the election ahead of time. Like this election, we should have been voting on whether or not that was okay to do. This election, we should have been voting. Uh, would have been nice to have a referendum. I th- a referendum question. I, now we have time to fix this in the off season. But we're not going to. We're going to see what. What's difficult is okay in Texas. They get their solution. They pill. The, they pass their bill. Texas Democrats walked out of the court, the, the bill, the Capitol, mm-hmm. which means I, it, the filibuster is when you have enough votes to block your opponent from passing their bill. If you just leave, that's I mean, talk about unconstitutional. Like we, they made a big deal about disrupting the, the voting process, the sacred process. Just abandoning ship and walking out and going, you don't have enough people to actually say that you have a Senate. But this just shows that both sides do the same exact things. They're just pretending that, oh, the Republicans want the filibuster, the Democrats well, I've never, don't. I've never the seen The Democrats this. do the same exact stuff. But, I, but I've never seen it. Like, so this is Believing, just walking out, I, yeah. I, I, just not doing your job. The first time I heard yeah. the story, I thought to myself, ha, look at the Democrats figuring out how to use a filibuster. No, no, no. They aren't successful using the filibuster. No. They failed the filibuster, so they're taking their ball and going home. Yep. And now this isn't sustainable. Governor Abbott came out, dropped the hammer, and says, "Fine, I'll just we won't pay anybody." Right. And they're like, "Well, we only the Texas delegation is or the Congress is, seems similar to Virginia. Mm-hmm. If you're looking for some way, like if you're in the Northeast trying to understand Texas politics, they only meet for about two weeks a year, so they're only paid like a thousand dollars. It's not a position for money. These these this is like a real like. And when they come, they bring a show." Everyone there is full on like accents from all over the state. It's funny to watch and you get stuff like this. No. We're in PA. I don't know if we have a function to just abandon So what he's going to do is whenever the budget comes, he's, he says he's going to veto Article 10. Boom. Yeah. Boom. They're done. They're done. And now they're going, but but they're not going to pay our staffers. And that's the part that's going to get them is that, which they're, that's the staff's job is to get the congressman there. So that they can pass bills. If the congressman can't get to the building, they can't be a congressman and they can't have a staff because that's not how it works. Exactly. So they're going to come back. I'm more curious too also. This is to write up Joe Rogan's alley. I would really like to hear a discussion from a Democrat and Republican in Texas discussing this. Not people from CNN or Fox, not national figures. This is a local race and these are very specific policies to the way Texans act. So I would like to hear both Fox and CNN are covering this on their own spin zones. The problem is most it, of these politicians won't go on his show I because fe- he's going to ask them the tough questions. Not when they go on CNN and stuff, you know, they get the the questions ahead of time. 
Yeah. They, they you, yeah. say, you're not asking me that question. That doesn't happen when you go on and Rogan. Exa- so which you I, have to. To me, if I'm a Texas politician, this is a big boost. Left but, or right, so you feel the, strong the, about this. You know he's going to be fair. The he's mayor not of tilting Aust- it one way. The mayor or the of other. Austin went on his show, but you can tell that was one of his shorter shows because normally it's three hours. Yes. He only did an hour. Yes. Which may, maybe maybe he does a show where he has one Democrat come on for an hour, a Republican come on for an hour, and maybe bring them both in the room for a third hour. Well, he hasn't really had that big of a problem getting Republicans to come on. No, no, because probably I mean this is their chance to. What's tough is Texas is doing so well, but no one's giving them any play. Mm-hmm. So it's like if you want right now, this should be they should be making their names nationally. We should be looking at Texas as like the Texas standard. Mm-hmm. This is what we want in Pennsylvania. We could be Texas, but instead we've committed to New York. Yeah, there are two totally different ways of running your people. Mm-hmm. Texas is currently leading the way. They're not getting the national spotlight because they don't have the same media presence as New York, California does. Yeah. So they, they're just not as much on the map, which is why going on Rogan's show, golden opportunity, Democrat, he, he's not going to tilt against you. Like he, he didn't ask any gotcha questions with um, the, not, the, the Austin mayor. He, Austin he, he, mayor pressed, he pressed him on the homeless. But he the homeless did situation. with the uh, New York Times lady. They, um, what's her name? The New York Times girl that went on his show? I did not. I, that was a bad one for her. I think it was the New York Times editor. I'll look her up. I don't know if you... Did you not watch that one? No, no. I'm, just, I'm going back. I'm just picking people I know. The episodes yeah. of people I like that I can recognize. Yeah, he had the... Uh, I think I believe she's the uh, Barry Weiss. Oh, okay. She's the one that accused Trump of... Um, yeah, she came on and it was results. not good for her. No. Oh, right. was, he, did, was he tough? I, I haven't, yeah, I haven't heard tough. him have a contentious interview yet. Everyone I've watched has been very friendly. I mean, it's friendly, but it was tough. Like, it wasn't good for her. You could tell she, was, she wasn't enjoying herself. I'm Because she was answering hard questions. They uh, weren't, you know, it wasn't the way she wanted it to go. She's say. not used to that. The, the Democrats, is spe- oh, no, Barry, especially. Barry Weiss is not the one with the sexual assault allegation against Trump. No, that, no. That's the reporter that quit She's the, the editor for the um, New York Times, I think. Didn't she quit? I, the big, I don't know. I thought that was quit. her big thing is, is there was something with, she was biased. One, like, is she in charge of the opinion section or? Trying to find the background here because this was a story that I never knew what happened to. Um, Apparently, she went on Rogan. So she was at she was at the Wall Street Journal until 2020, and then she went over to the New York Times. She's been there since March of this year. Okay, I'm, I must be confusing the name. Yeah, yeah. but send any and I I know nothing about her or that subject. So right, but yeah. I, that's what I'm saying. Like, but he does challenge some people when they come on his show back back in the day um in 2010 the gop after i'm sorry 2012 after mitt romney got slacked they did what normal parties do which the democrats did not after their 2016 loss is they did an audit and in that audit it said things like wrote out with the goal of it is you put it out publicly so that you can hold yourself to those standards like you put out a whole bunch of statements like okay we're going to make a point of going on late night comedy shows Mm -hmm. like there was a point since john stewart was like at the peak of his game no one wanted to go and get beat up like herman cain went on and just i mean you're going against a liberal and it, he has he's he's asking the questions he is the mike and is in control of the cameras but it was exactly that type of mentality when trump did four years later when he'd go on all the liberal news networks and you realize that just going on your home network and preaching to your own people isn't going to expand your base and just makes you look more like a partisan like caitlin jenner Yes, get off of Fox. Mm-hmm. Right now, this is not the place to have those conversations. You're supposed to go on CNN and make the liberals look bad because right. everyone's expecting you to get walloped. Mm-hmm. Everyone knows that the Republicans, Democrats, you're going into that show at a disadvantage. Mm-hmm. If you can hold your own, 
You, that's how you convert people. That's how you get people in, that are on the fence with you. They go, okay, they can at least fight. They can at least, no. when it comes push to shove, they, they believe you, in what they should. Do you think for. the Republicans will vote for Caitlyn Jenner? I, right, this isn't going well. So far, the beginning of this campaign, I've been watching it. I, I'm, I, I'm, I'm trying to understand California politics. I don't, I, I don't see the Democrats, really. I don't see the middle going. Like, I, she doesn't have any... I guess her complaints against Newsom is like, yeah, these are like the boilerplate big time complaints. If you're going to come out and do the transgender bomb and then go on Fox, I, I don't talking about at what age you can start transition, you can allow kids to transition and whether that makes you biological. That's not where the conservative talk is. Right. Like concerned yeah. that like the conservative, I think, stance on that is more much more tolerant and accepting than it ever was. But kids I think it's, be, it's, it's one it's thing an that eighteen-year-old. It's one thing. thing. The Olympics. Yeah. You have that Olympic. We have a right, right. You want to talk about? Sorry, that I one. think the Republicans probably, for the most part, believe that it should be up to you at eighteen. You know, they're not going to support you in it, most likely. What do you do with the parents' consent? Like most. Well, things. now they're saying that these kids don't even need to get parents. That's consent. what. Yeah, I see. And that, that's what. What, the what big, if they have? Issue what if they have parents' consent? I guess that's on the parents then. But the problem is these kids get older. It's just a discussion that needs to be had and people need to think about it, and they're not. That, that, that's what Rand Paul, when he nailed um, Rachel Levine on this. Mm-hmm. Is this so what's the deal? Like in what you just said is if you, they don't have parental consent, but they want to do it. Because that's where they, if even and that's I mean, I'd argue even if you get parental, except parental consent, you can't undo it. This is just a discussion like that our society really needs to have. My thing would be, you know, if you want to look like a girl dress like a girl do things like a girl or a boy whatever you know the opposite gender that you were born with you can play that part growing up but to actually change your anatomy until you're letting letting you're 18 once you're 18 you can do whatever you want you can screw up your whole life you can go get a tattoo on your face whatever like Like, the argument for the people that give consent that their their kid wants it and the mm -hmm. parents are giving consent is is that if you don't do it young then they won't be biologically a woman in the scenario you're talking about then we but they're not going to be biologically a woman they're never going to get their period this this is this is where caitlin got caught up on trying to explain this nuances is that well he, he is for trans playing in olympic sports if you converted before if you received hormone therapies by a certain age because that makes you then not biological woman or a man if you start your transition before puberty then the they're trying to get around the word biology i mean i think (laughs) what you need to do is have a um uh testosterone test i mean the problem isn't women coming over to male sports Dude, it, it's that if, if you want to transition test. to male and come compete in the male sports i don't think anybody's stopping you from doing that we we let women come play as biological women the problem is is as a society we all agree that men are superior in like physical not not all together but like physically we are usually nine times out of ten superior to women in that aspect and that, so you take a male who's we can talk about this Olympic athlete. Um, yeah, we don't know much bio about her, but we have Laure- a weightlifter. Laurel Hubbard, she's she's competed in a few Olympic uh, events. I think they're, we think they were um, qualifiers qualifier or, type yeah, of, of events. She's gotten gold and a silver. And she, I mean, she's big. She's like a man. She was a man. Do we know she when, was she, a man? when she transitioned? I don't know. I was trying to find that and I have not. Do you, do you know the age? Her age? 
Yes. I do not have that up right now. I should have pulled that up. I was going to say, yeah, I Craig, without, without these details, I, I don't I don't know what to do with these, except I did not realize that we have completely accepted. She's 43 years old. That, that, and I think college would play. But she's a 6'1". College like, and Olympics. I mean, yeah. I mean, there's tall women, but 6'1", if anybody's out there, like on your phone, like just Google this right now and look at what he or she looks like. Like she is a strong, big person. And... She's going to compete against the women, and she's already taken a podium from other female athletes. I mean, so this is—I don't know how you how you handle that. Like, if you, we're just going to let men transition, but I mean, what is the conversation? I think there should be a I test guess. on testosterone, how much is in your system, right? We don't let male athletes have extra testosterone in their system, so women's levels should be—they should find out. You know, I don't—I don't know these details. But what is the level of testosterone in a woman? And then if the transgender athlete's above that, that's growth hormones. That's cheating. Now, In any normal world, I mean, we watch this go on, but now apparently that's... See, my thing, my, I think you almost problem. have, for each one, like you're going to have to break this down for the individual, like... Uh, I don't know, areas of sports like as far as I, I look at the olympics this is globalist nonsense like the olympics is kind of a silly game mm-hmm. i mean uh, not to diminish the work of any of the athletes but you're talking sports that people train four years for a week and it's just a totally different kind of environment it's every nation has to play mm-hmm. there's steroids and doping like the rules for that america our constitution is limited how we approach college sports though because a lot of times college athletes are olympians mm-hmm. it's tough now, from what I can tell is colleges operate pretty much the same way as the Olympics are now that you can play yep. whatever you identify as. So I as. found the detail. Um, so this Laurel, Laurel Hubbard is 43 now. She transitioned back in 2013, and she competed in men's weight, weightlifting competitions prior to that. So she's at 13? In 2013. 2013. So she was right. in her mid-30s. Yeah. Okay. See that, And that's where I don't think that you should be playing in the opposite sport. I think a better solution would be have a third league. I not like like kind of like talk about old Olympics. Or just eliminate it all. Let no gender, men, no women, gender no sports. gender sport. Just how I you mean, can have football. The, the problem can there play. is it ruins Let, it for women, because you know like the NBA, the, the women c- NBA players are not. They, we already know that they're not good enough to compete in the NBA on that side. That's why there's a women's NBA. Okay, so let's say we create. But so if let's we, say we create this third. BA Basketball Association. Are there even enough for transgenders anybody, to play? Anybody that wants to play. Oh yeah, and just see which one wins. Just let that and let, yeah. people want to watch it. People think it might have its own different type of fan base. It could be competitive. But that, I, I don't see any reason. They're why never going to let that happen because that's saying that those people are not the same. It's We're a, supposed it, to treat it, them it, as if they it, are biological some, women. Some sports are uh, approach gender specific, uh, approach gender directly. Other sports do not at all. This yeah. is can be, they can consider themselves a sport that does not approach gender at all. It's not a factor. Now, the, what th- sports do not have separate genders qualifications? Even bowling. Even bowling separates them. So let, me, let me think here. Even gymnastics, women are better at. Right, gymnastics usually women are better at. Yeah. Um, let's think, uh, sports that play together. Curling. Do they? I don't no, know. No, I think there's men's and women's curling. I can uh, that, look it up. Try the quest. The quest to find a. Uh, let me think. One, one, one. Horseshoes. <laughs> Now you're stretching. <laughs> I'm just trying. <laughs> Cornhole? Like, they have Olympic versions of all these games. Like, people meet Cur- in Vegas, curling they play rock, paper, scissors, shoot. It, it is split by gender. Okay, see, we have sports. But it is one of the questions they're asking is why is it split? Why isn't it? Or why? why is it split? I mean, there's not really too much 
No, I don't. Bowling. But they split everything like that. We but women are always like I don't think there's ever been a time when women aren't accepted to come over to the male sport. It just usually doesn't work out for them. It makes sense if just when we're younger, they it did. A lot of girls could compete like in football, in midget football, right? You, you compete with people that are yeah. similar to compete just, with you. As they get older, it's harder to compete, especially because they have parts on their body that men don't have. It's and that hurt. It's it can a, hurt. And it makes for a different sport. You play yeah. each sport differently based off how your body is shaped. It's just a different game. And, it, I, and that's where, like, right here, you're such an obvious example of someone taking a man's body mm-hmm. and just calling themselves a woman. And what's the, st- the strongest, like, the second place strongest person in the world from going, I want to be number one? I, didn't Zuby? There's a guy in the UK that tried to break the record because he said I identified as a woman. Who is it? Zuby, Z U B Y. Pretty sure he identified as a woman just to break the record and said he no longer does. Zuby weightlifting. I, I think so. This is like a, a year or I two. I did. Zuby broke <laughs> up. Really ridiculous. <laughs> <laughs> oh Jesus! But I, the concern that I, in in round, I am concerned about the uh, if we're going to accept this in colleges and because we're accepting this in the Olympics, I just don't know about high school. I don't know about that's that's where you have to look at the people who are losing and it's going to emotionally affect them and that might cause them to cre- to develop bad behaviors that they didn't well they feel bad about themselves now so in the quest to make one first person feel better about themselves you're making another and that's where you're getting into that's not wealth redistribution that's happiness redistribution i think the that's best just going through and picking who gets to who gets to succeed who gets the silly little awards at the end other than testing for testosterone i would say a good option would be just ask all the athletes to vote on it do they want to let a transgender compete against them? Do yeah, they feel like it's fair? I, f- I feel like that is what the that's already there is a players union, right? Correct. I think that's who the lawsuit currently would be against. Either either way, how do I mean? We, could you imagine all the male athletes in the Olympics just being like, okay, uh, we're all going to identify as women and go compete in the f- women's um, World Cup? <laughs> now, and that's where we go back. Who's that girl who's fighting for the equal pay stuff? Would drive her nuts. Megan Rapinoe. Yeah. Megan Rapinoe from Girls of the Soccer. Yeah. For all the males will come over I and start competing and taking all their jobs. I, and then they'll just switch back for the male. I'm not, I'm not sure. Cop. They'll get double paid. It'll be, it'll be great. I'm not, I'm not sure how this plays out. I think watching how Caitlyn Jenner fares here in this primary will be a tell. I mean, this is one of the first. If you're looking at a not represented in government, the transgender, not a whole lot of. Congressional figures? No. You think the Democratic Party, if they're going to be representative of all people, they'd have a lot more transgenders as a part of their. Well, we've already makeup. broken that down. That the Democrat Party is not very diverse. No, as they n- none, none of the identities, none of the genders, none of the specific demographics that they say they own, mm-hmm. they really do anything for. They don't really help at all. They just do things like these titles. We have these bizarre. Con- this is like, and that's what gender. Tra- the proper deflection is: is we're talking about like ten to fifteen people. In the state of California, we really are not talking about a ton. Like, like this is a very small story that we're magnifying to a really large degree because the details are so sensational. Mm-hmm. So, like making gigantic sweeping laws around this. Let's remember that this is not when we all got into society. Well, Florida just today, today for everyone. Is yeah, the they first banned of mm-hmm. June, yep. and they just banned uh, transgender athletes from competing. Yep, first first day of, of the Pride Month, yep. which liberals are running around with. But DeSantis is currently. Yeah, he's he's on it. Like he's he's currently the only Republican who's getting wins, and that's what we were talking about last week. Is is in Texas, in Florida, 
They really got to do a, a job of making themselves nationally known because right now, if you're a Republican sitting anywhere else in this country, you're wondering why you can't be in that state. And like, why can't my Republicans in Pennsylvania do what your Republicans do? And it's like you have that Texas walkout. And I'm just wondering if we do get to that Philly, eliminate the filibuster route and we decide we're going to go one party rule. Can the Republicans walk out of the Senate <laughs> and not let it pass until you get them back in the building? Like, how does that work? And just this hide is, them out in Texas? I think we're about to find a whole bunch of new weird rules. There are like 20 states currently that are having this voting rights battle. And I think last week we called out um, CNN for their Arizona coverage. Completely eliminated it this weekend. None of it. They moved to the straight Q stuff. I'll play a clip of there. They're talking about. And that, I guess, is what I'm concerned about is once again, this is I think the fourth time this has happened. There are legitimate questions to be asked. And there's a legitimate process underway to get those answers. Like the Mueller investigation, like um, the election rigging, like you have now with Arizona. All of a sudden now the queue moves in and we're talking about the, the he's going to, the coup, General Flynn, this is where I, we were trying to get past this. And then he goes out and says that we need to run a coup. <laughs> and it's like there is no other Q person besides MGT, like Marjorie Green Taylor. And she's someone that you don't ever really see on Fox. She's only really on CNN. Kind of like AOC. AOC's never on CNN. She, she's paired, talked about on Fox. CNN pretends she's not real. Both sides, these, these characters exist as almost a heel to the other. They don't, and, and when you look at their legislation, mm -hmm. they don't get things done. Now, there was a report that come out and say, well, that means they're not powerful. That means they're not very good legislatively. That means they're not, I guess, tactical. But they have Twitter followings, and they can really ruin or change the narrative or provide a distraction at a moment's notice because of their online footprint. Mm -hmm. So when you have just one character in Congress, you have one rogue general out here going, yeah, and then you have this audit, now they're starting to look, is this, is this the beginning of the end? At the same time, and this is what CNN's not going to address, because if you're going to cover the Q theory, go over all of it. It's not just the Satan ring. Aliens are, are involved. Yeah. Trump's working with the aliens, and the aliens are going to be part of the people that help restore him. Now, if this ruins the entire Arizona audit, like CNN was already trying to do, they've already spent a month going, this is in Cyber Ninjas and Clown Town, but the queue had been away. Now we got it picking up here. Michael Flynn said that. Let me get this clip here. We had made it so far out of this. And they, they've replaced the Arizona segments with this one. Let me see if I can get it here. It's so bizarre. This guy's name is, I believe, Doni O'Sullivan. You heard what he said. And we've also heard comments like this from many QAnon supporters who are also supporters of Donald Trump. Joining me right now is CNN's Donny O'Sullivan for more on this. Donny, I remember very distinctly that QAnon supporters have suggested this very same thing to you directly. What's going on with Flynn here? Yeah, Kate, I mean, of all the conspiracy theories uh, we hear on the road when we're speaking to many Trump supporters and, and QAnon followers, uh, this idea, which, uh, you know, as far back as February, basically since Trump left office, that there should be a military coup here in the United States to put him back into power. And speaking to Trump supporters who are looking at Myanmar and are saying, you know, this is what we want to happen here in the United States. It is one of the most chilling and frightening things we hear when we're out on, on the road. Uh, Flynn is now denying that he was calling for a coup or supported a coup in any way. But as you mentioned, you know, Flynn and, and Sidney Powell, Trump's, who was part of Trump's uh, legal election, uh, 
selection team, um, this is the world they're swimming in. You know, there has been talk about this for quite uh, some time now. And these comments were made by Flynn at what was essentially a QAnon convention in Dallas over the weekend. They're going to hold on and to the whole Q. And, and what I'm trying to get through to people like Flynn, the good people that are, I guess, if Trump, he doesn't have to weigh in on vaccines, but he has. If he wanted to, he could weigh in on this queue because it really like we need to know, was this something that you started and got out of hand or is this something from the you? It's almost an attack, a hack where this is someone knows some stuff and they're leaking it out to make it sound about you and controlling your base. And it's an issue of national security. We've talked about this over a bunch of couple episodes, but what ends up happening is so none of this. If you take out Flynn, this news story can't exist. Yeah. Flynn had to come out, and he did say it. Some idiot in the audience said, why can't we do what they did in Myanmar? And he said, we can't. We should. Why can't we? And he said it multiple times. It got a cheer from the crowd. It got CNN their one tape. Because at every one of these Q rallies is this guy, Donnie O'Sullivan. Mm-hmm. And he is, you can identify him as the only one there wearing a mask. And he comes in with a camera and somehow gets the most bizarre quotes. Kind of like Jesse Waters used to do in Fox where they'd go to a college kid and ask them, like, do you know the First Amendment or what's the capital of your state? And they have no idea what it is. And it's like, the college kids know nothing about history. This is what he does with the Q theorists. And the more that they engage with him, the more they, uh, they talk about it, this now gets erased. Now we're talking about the conspiracies. Oh, they overturned the election. Hmm, they must be talking about Arizona. And just like that, we see the unraveling of what could be a normal narrative being blown up mm. by this subject. And if Trump wanted to stop it, at this point, I don't know what, what's stopping him. I don't know what's stopping of him coming out and just explaining what is his relationship to this thing. Yeah. If it's like something we need to be concerned about, like a lot, we don't. He probably just doesn't want to want to be attached to it. Like he has nothing to do with it. And, and a lot of these people and that just, are why not keep a, a lo- doing that? A, a lot of people still following it are following it to troll this guy. They know that the details aren't real, but they like to hear the major news networks come on and go, there's a pedophile ring and a Satanist and blah, blah. But you, they, they bet CNN spends time on it. So it's yeah. like you get them making bad, embarrassing clips of themselves. They're wasting their time following you, but you don't know how many crazy people might actually still be believing this. Oh, there are people out there who believe it. There are. And the thing is, is they aren't concentrated to ever do anything, which is why this is a news story. And they, the, what they were going to, they end up transitioning with the segment is this is Trump's resting army that is going to insurrect your local capital, D.C., because it happened at D.C. They go back to January 6th. And there everyone was. There was the whole army at one time. Mm. That situation can't be recreated. That was a really, when you think about it, a flash mob. You have hundreds of thousands of people, 99,000 of them there legitimately. Like, are they just sinking in what happened the night before with the Atlanta prime, with the Georgia primaries? Mm-hmm. And like, emotionally turned up. Inside of that 99%, 1% of them were probably mentally, like, that's, that, I think there's a comedian who talks about that. You know, 1% of the people you meet every day are crazy, like yeah. sociopaths. Well, you get 1% of that number that big and you put them in the capital, that's, you create, it's a little micro mob, a little flash army. And it's like, that's now, now it happened because of a psyop. Like, that's a psychological operation that put all those factors together. It was no, That's why when they talk about this investigation mm-hmm. and why the January 6th, like, why they need to continue it, to not talk about the conspiracy that led everyone to that or find any goal to find the origins of that, show any concern. That's not an attempt to figure out who's really behind this because it wasn't just Trump said fight. There was a whole bunch of other dynamics going on in that crowd. 
that allowed for this group. And now what the legal team is, I don't have the clip, um, the lawyer, they have recordings of the lawyer, of these guys' lawyers. And a lot of them are very mentally ill. And they've been now locked up in solitary confinement for three, four months. Mm. And it's like, you saw the picture of the guy with the Viking guy. These aren't the army. These aren't soldiers. These are like certifiably batshit crazy people. Mm. And isolating them and putting them off by themselves isn't accomplishing anything. It's not like, like you got to figure out a way to work with it. You can't call that, I guess, calling them domestic terrorists. The way that they we handle terrorists in this country is very, I mean, as we... It, Everyone, like, you, that's an enemy of the state. Yeah. These people are not that. These are not people blown, like, car bombs type of people. But you do have to make sure that it never happens again. We do. Yeah. So you have to hold them accountable. They're going to have to go to through the process of the law. And if we want to stop it from ever happening again, then maybe we should stop pumping this garbage stories along with the same time you do. Oh, CNN wants it to happen again. Well, and here's the thing. Sure. Who else started leaking all this alien stuff? Because you know well, the that... the government's the, releasing you, documents. Biden. Trump could have released some of these. Yeah. It would help his theory. This this alien stuff picking up right now is yeah. just giving the Q people more and more. And I'm wondering why right now. Why right now? Besides, you're creating a conspiratorial environment. They like the division. That's what they're doing. I think, and I think that's. And hopefully, the people of Arizona can get this figured out without any violence. Mm-hmm. Like the Texas one, we just had a walkout. Politics is getting kind of weird. Yeah. Politics is getting to a point now where we're at a standstill on a lot of the legislation. And so, what then? We go another. You can have another election in two years, but we can't agree on much else than yeah. that fifty-fifty. We're kind of sitting on. Right. Speaking of mental health, we had the tennis player, um, Naomi Osaka, won't sit with the press. Second ranked. Yeah. Second ranked. Um, refused the first interview. Got a fine, and I think they threatened to. Which is where I disagree. With the tennis is. I think they threatened to. Um, make her or to kick her to kick her out of the tournament mm-hmm. if you want to eat you're fine and not do the interviews i think that that's acceptable but it should i mean it is part of your job as an athlete i think she's 23 number two a lot of what people pay like in i guess my thing is is i don't know when this happened because after four years of watching trump beat up i guess this, after four years of watching trump beat up on the media and the liberal media not beat up on their own. I think people are of this mind state that the media is supposed to be your friend. Mm-hmm. That when the media is interviewing you, that it's like a, as a, 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 maybe not a friend, but as someone who has something in common or mutual, they're your enemy. The press is always like people that don't want, the people that want and ask you the good stuff, those are your friends and your hype men. The press is there to get the bad stories. That's why the paparazzi chases people. Like they're bad. They're there to get the bad stuff. And what you get out of it as like, say a business owner, why would a CEO, these Jamie Dimon guys, why would they take an interview where they can get bad questioning? Exposure. You get something out of that interview. What the journalist, what the media has to offer you is a microphone, is a camera. Mm -hmm. Now it's conditional on they want their stories. They don't want to sit there and be a patsy for you. They want to get the information out of you. You have to guard that information while still giving a respectable interview. It's a skill. It's a part of the game. Mm -hmm. Now, there's a history of athletes from Ricky Williams to um, uh, Marshawn Lynch. All, all different ways that you can handle this, but in most contracts, after you perform your event, you have to go talk about it for the reporters. It's just part of being, that's how you make that. That's how the, all this money is there. Mm-hmm. That's why people pay to have this kind of access. So I wish that she would have taken a different approach than to quit uh, quit completely and just chalk it up as a mental health thing. Because anybody with, then this goes for Harry and Hunter. 
if you have a mental health problem, the best person to ask for advice might not be the cameras and the press. That It might not be the person to go to. Maybe it's something that you want to handle more privately before you make it a national thing. Mm-hmm. Because now we have this whole, so, like, I don't know where the debate goes. I left when they were at both sides are kind of, the athletes seem pretty split. Because everyone, no, like I said, I don't know when we didn't, when we were not of the, un, when did we stop understanding that the press are, I'm not saying they're bad people, but they're not in, they, they have other interests in mind. Yeah. And when you interview, when you engage with them, you need to understand that politics, that's very raw. In sports, I don't think that's as seen as a dynamic, but it always is. Yeah. It's just like it is for business owners. They're trying to get a scoop. Yeah. And, and, and like you're trying to get access. You want to be paid more. You want to get like someone to watch your interview and say, I like this guy now. Maybe I didn't like him during the game because he's playing for the other team. Now I'm hearing him talk afterwards and I'm a fan. Mm-hmm. Like they're, they're, it has a benefit to it. It just comes at a cost. And that cost is they're going to try and badger you. They're going to ask the question you don't want to get because that's the question the public wants to hear. So like, I think the the easy solution was take a page out of Trump's book. When you're going at the press, view it as I'm battling you. For the, I, I see your game. I know you're trying to catch me in fake stuff. Mm-hmm. I get this. I know I have to deal with you because I'm trying to be transparent. You know, I don't want to be the guy who's not taking questions. So you go into it with that kind of, I say combative. It doesn't have to be hostile, but just more of a, I guess, toughen up. This is the kind of thing where it's like, it's okay to have mental health problems. It's okay to seek. You should seek help. It's good now as a society that we've gone from stigmatizing people who have mental health issues and the idea of going to get mental health to now all of a sudden we're kind of promoting it, mm. which I don't know if that's the way to go either. I think if you, you want to, the goal is to at first I'd say you have a problem and then get help. Like that's not like I just got a mental health issue and you're going to have to live with it. Like that's one, that's one way to approach it. But the whole idea of seeking help was that part of it, not so much the public if you're doing it in front of the cameras, in front of the media, I don't see if the media is one of your problems, one of the things causing you mental health problems. I, that's a really dumb circle, I would think, yeah. to get into. So we'll see here. The question is, is she going to play in Wimbledon next? How long does this last? Because the, the tennis isn't just going to let her come back and not do questions. Yeah. So how does this – do you get a yips? Like I, 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 don't, I, I, don't, I don't like the way this story is panning out. I, I don't like pairing it with that. Trying to think here. We got any response from Alec here yet? Yeah, he's he was gonna try to come, but I think we'll probably end up. Oh we're yeah, run out of time no, we're right, we're right on that time. Okay, yeah. I'm trying to with the mental. Uh, yeah, and the other comment with mental health. Fifteen months of lockdowns. I mean, when you go to war, when you're isolated, when you're taken prisoner, it's called Stockholm syndrome. There's post traumatic stress when you get back and you're trying to adjust to your everyday life. We're gonna be seeing that. Like, we talk about the experiments going on. That's kind of a giant societal experiment that, like, have you seen the, the fights on the planes? Mm-hmm. The lady went, uh, the lady punched a stewardess for telling her to put a mask up. And it's like these kind of, like, the up, I, I don't, we don't know how people are going to act around you. Oh, for the first time in a long time, you have to be around people you don't like. Yeah. Like, when you go to the airplane, there's not going to be this big buffer between you and the potential Trump supporter or the potential snowflake. Yeah. Everyone's back in the same spots, and they expect things to go back to normal so i'm noticing a lot of chippiness with the servers and the bartenders mm-hmm. and newsflash we have a, a, a worker shortage crisis we've yeah. been covering this on the show a lot alex been casually doing 
No, no, it's not. It's going to fix itself. Well, just before we came here, I got some CNN breaking news for you that I think we can end with. Because it's just, it's stunning to me. Because so many people can talk so extensively on this subject, similar to the Wuhan bat, the lab theory. Mm-hmm. So many people can identify this as being an obvious truth, while CNN has stuck their head in the sand for 12 months. And now they're going to release it like it's news to them. Like nobody else knew it. They're updating their viewers for the first time. This was never really a thing. It's just absolutely insane. Which they're going to angle it as the pay. The U.S. Chamber of Commerce. Uh, yeah, yeah. yeah. listen to how this goes. Worker shortage crisis. It's real, it's urgent, and it's getting worse by the day. Let's bring in CNN Business Correspondent Allison Kosick to talk about this. Okay, so what are the words from the Chamber of Commerce CEO about it, Al? Allison and Victor, the CEO of the U.S. Chamber of Commerce, saying the worker shortage is real and it's getting worse by the day. The organization announcing a nationwide initiative today to address the worker shortage in the U.S., calling this a crisis, saying it's the most critical and widespread challenge that businesses are facing. So as we see the economy emerge from, the, from this pandemic, uh, we're seeing unemployment still higher than it was pre-COVID. But the thing is, many businesses say they still can't find enough people to hire happening in a range of industries, you name it, from restaurants to construction to manufacturing. Economists point to a mix of reasons why this could be happening. For one, they say people could still be afraid to be go, to go back to work because of COVID. Not an acceptable solution. That has not been the case for a while. If you're scared of COVID, you got the vax. Mm. If you're not, then you ready. Like, there, there's not people still. That's not a thing. Uh, they also say businesses are reopening, but childcare and schools, they're not back open just yet. And women who've left the workforce in droves after making the decision to leave their jobs to care for their kids. Because Bill de Blasio and the Democratic governors closed down their schools, women were hit hardest because they had to stay home to sit with their kid as they did Zoom calls. Mm-hmm. That's why this happened. And it could be done if Biden, who's in charge of the teachers union and the Democratic Party, let them go back to school. This was all an issue that was not like we sat for four months with not having kids in school in California for no reason whatsoever. Now it's summertime and there was no school to go back to. So this is a convenient time to release this as a problem because we don't have school starting again until fall. Mm. So it's like it's convenient now to go. Well, that was it was an underlying issue that you could have solved. You didn't. And it's a reason why we're in this crisis is because we just kind of pretended that wasn't going to have long term effects. Mm. They're still on the sidelines. And many people are taking in more money through unemployment and supplemental government benefits than they would in certain jobs out there. So so there's a wage issue here. There's a low wage issue here. They're thinking, why should I go back to work if I don't make uh, more money through, if I make more low, low, oh, low. money through unemployment benefits? But the, the thing is, that's actually going to become an even weaker argument as states move to cut off benefits. That's actually beginning on June 12th. Some states will stop those enhanced jobless benefits. But this issue... When they cut those benefits, people are going to go back to work. That's the problem. It's already happening. We have the counter to this story that Fox is running right now. In states that cut their requirement, they they had a a job application boost of like Mm. twofold. Where it's like there is an easy solution here and it's not a low wage issue. It's a welfare state benefit. Like you're actually paying people more to not do anything. Those wages are low. I'm not going to pretend like it's like some luxury lifestyle. But those people still have iPhones. Well, if they also have the extra luxury, if it, it's not poverty. If you're sitting at home still collecting this unemployment, you damn well better be scared of the COVID. That number one oh, better yeah. be your excuse mm-hmm. if you're sitting at home collecting this unemployment. So that that should have just went in straight with that is. Right. And if people are still scared of COVID, that means the vax isn't working. 
That's not the point of giving people mm-hmm. the vaccines. They would get back to normal. They aren't getting normal. They need everyone else to continue to change their behavior and continue to participate. Do do my so my drug can work. You do it. Yeah. Like like that is the most bizarre selling point that I've ever seen in my lifetime. Mm-hmm. But this was I wanted when to name this episode. Remember the Alamo because the thing and the reason we weren't planning on doing a recording this quickly off the last one. Um, the update on this vaccine war that we are in. Houston Methodist Hospital is currently threatening to fire 117 of their employees by June 6th if they do not get vaccinated. I heard a whisper about an hour ago that there's a Penn Health. We have another hospital in Pennsylvania that is also attempting to do this. Okay. Now, yesterday, we can check this. I don't even think, I think less than 600 people died of COVID. Where is that? How many? Did you, like, I just oh, need the case count. Can you get day? to see? Yeah, can we oh, see, yeah. see the stats yesterday? Because like we're like one third of where we used to be, and these specifically, these are our first responders. We declared a war. These were the people who, despite not having vaccinations, despite most of their patients having something contagious, they stuck in there and they battled on the front lines this entire time. Now they don't want to take the vaccine because they've had first, they, they either already had it. They've had personal experiences with it that they don't think it's going to help them for whatever the reason. But what all of a sudden makes them incapable of providing health? How how can we actually say that? And that said, this is we already have an I just announced the unemployment issue. You can't just start firing people because they don't have vaccines. You already can't employ enough to field a team. So how are you going to start firing people for vaccines now here? And this is the danger is this is a small enough number that the hospital can get rid of 117. So I think everyone should remember that these all these 117 families, this is their livelihood, their schedules, their expectations for the future, mm-hmm. and they, they they are not being punished because of COVID. They are being punished because of vaccine. That that is what it's costing them their job, not COVID. It's the vaccine. And if it happening here, the way this court case is going to go is right now the claim that the 117 are making is is that this is an emergency use authorization that implies experimentation. And you can't force people to be a part of experiment. Technically, the way I'm even Fox is the Fox legal team has conceded this in a state of crises in a time of war, you can force experimentation. Now, if um, do you want to get around that legal case? Because I made that's why I was trying to get the case count from you. I I'd, argue, I'd argue we're not so, at war anymore. Right. Like yesterday, there was only five new cases. The average is 21 cases a day. This is a uh, well. This actually that's Westmoreland County, so that's where we're at. And we had no deaths for. Let's a while. look at PA is it total. So deaths yesterday in the state five. Okay. 26 is the average, but when you're looking at the whole state, just, there were 315 cases. It's just not. It's not. It's not a crisis anymore. It's just yeah. It's. It's not a crisis. We definitely hit some sort of immunity, whether it's herd immunity or artificial. We've hit it, and that's where because if you a lot of people that I'm a lot of people I know are hanging on this experimentation argument, and I just saw them saying Moderna is now applying for full FDA approval. Uh, That's going to be, I I guess. um, Let me see if I got the clip of it here where the doctor explains it's not good enough. They're going to make the FDA. Don't worry. If your reasoning is it's not FDA approved, that's coming soon. That that's not, and it really means nothing. The FDA approval is just you have to wait a year. Right now, we're only about five months in, so you, we should have to wait until around November of next year for the FDA to approve it. 
What does FDA approval mean? Just a stamp. Like I, yeah. It doesn't really require it. It doesn't really change anything. But legally, it's no longer an experiment. Mm-hmm. The FDA has said that we, we are willing to take accountability for stuff that goes wrong on this. This is the nationalizing of the healthcare. This is saying that we know it could be bad, but we're going to cover you. So even if it is, the overall good's better. And if you do have a subjective personal experience that's bad, we got you medically covered. Mm-hmm. Which I don't think that that's not enough for me. That's not when I'm worried that that's not the answer that's going to convert me. And clearly, the reason these 117 are important, they hope from um, because all the healthcare workers and the first responders were offered this vax back in December. They all said they're going to wait. Let's give it first. It was give it to the people that need it more. Then it was well. Let's just wait to see some side effects. Now it's like let's let's wait to see. Till it's, either way, these people were being placed in hesitance mm-hmm. the entire time when they were really reluctant. And now we're at a point where in Texas where there's no excuse. Like, okay, you've given it to everybody else in the hospital who wants it back to the original people who said no. Yeah. And that's, we're going to have the military that we've talked about that before too, about 30% of Marines. And they don't know what to do is because that 30%, you can't fire. Like you can't get rid of one third of an army in a time of war. Yeah. Nursing, we're going to call a war, a medical war, and you're going to get rid of 117 workers? Well, we just announced we have a labor shortage? Like that, that is completely inconceivable to me. Mm-hmm. We're going to see here. Let me play this. To use authorization to full FDA approval. Uh, we saw the application from Pfizer for their vaccine as well. What's the significance of Moderna taking that step? Well, it's, it's, it was expected because that was, the, that was the deal, right? That we would do emergency use because uh, the, the only, I mean, one of the things the FDA did was really work hard to closely approximate the emergency use process to full approval. The only difference was there was only a couple of months of safety and efficacy data because if they were going to wait for a full year uh, with losing 3,000 American lives lost every day, which is what we were at, we were at that time, the loss would have been too catastrophic so that was the idea behind emergency use it was always meant to be temporary to apply for full uh, full approval and now we're going ahead and doing that and it's also important because of the optics uh, uh, and, and that what we're seeing is are a lot of anti-vaccine groups are making false claims that emergency use means that uh, that the companies are experimenting on people which is ridiculous so hopefully that'll start putting some of that nonsense to rest now, on that note, the only thing he's right, that we're not experimenting on people, because experiments have control groups. What you do with an experiment is you give 50% of people the drug and you give 50% of the people a placebo. That way you can see if the drug worked, because if it's more prevalent in the placebo group, then we can look and say, aha, everything else controls the same. That's science. Making everyone get it and just trust that two months of safety and efficacy, let's do a couple years of safety and efficacy before we start thinking you're going to mandate this at a national level. Right. That said, there was one more thing here I wanted to... Uh, no, that was a big one with ending here. Uh, this is this is the end of the river. This is the point now where we're deciding as a, I, everyone I'm with, everyone that I know around here is get back to normal. Just kind of waiting for the news to catch up with. Like CNN, you just saw they realized there's going to be a labor shortage. Yeah. I'm sure in a couple of weeks they realized that lockdowns created mental illnesses and that people might be more likely to be worked up out in public now that after they've been confined to a box mm-hmm. for an indefinite period of time. The Oh, and that was all coming into Pennsylvania tried to announce that we reopened. No, we did not. We moved to 100% capacity, still letting the service service industry, anybody working with food or around food, still has to wear a mask. And there's no workers 
Like yeah. we were talking that the, the what CNN just explained the natural unemployment incentive mm-hmm. here in Greensburg with the new casino, you had all the talented service industry people move to the casino when it opened in the middle of this pandemic, and we had been allowed to succeed. It's because it makes state revenue, but yeah. you crushed all of these from like Delmont, Jeanette, everyone in this Greensburg region. The best employees all went to the casino. They're paying, giving more hours. But they are leaving the casino, from what I understand. They're not making the money they thought they would. Oh, really? Yeah. Well, that's interesting. we got to get someone from the casino on here. Because the pricing's so high that people aren't tipping as well. Mm, you tip okay. a lot more when the, you know, you're not paying as much. And it's when there's winning, winning, losing. People that lose. Oh, yeah, are, that too, and yeah. the tipping in general now. People are being real assholes. Like, mm-hmm. I, the couple bar, the people are just sticking people. Yeah. And it's like, you're going to get bad service because, as CNN just told you, expect weights there's no we have a labor shortage mm-hmm. i didn't let that segment play it on one of their uh, the fourth solution was immigrate uh fixed immigrations uh, i have a better immigration uh, um Im- uh, immigration system and it's like no we can't replace american workers with these oh god I, I i don't know how that plays out i hope the next episode we will be done this uh i guess the the uh, the 117 currently nobody on the news networks is rooting for them cnn's not covering it because they don't want to be seen talking fax passports because they know it doesn't look good right now Mm -hmm. but this is the mark like there was a big a store in tennessee did you see this no a a tennessee hat store started selling golden stars that said unvaccinated (laughs) and yeah funny except you have mgt comparing mask wearing to the holocaust so it's like you got a real interesting pickle where cnn is currently siding with palestine versus israel calling mgt a uh, correctly pointing out that the mask isn't exactly what's nazi like the nazi like is having to declare your unvaccinated status Mm -hmm. because that's what before they rounded everyone up they made a point of you had to be able to identify your neighbor it wasn't just enough that you these people were not um uh, stigmatized against you actually had to wear something in public that tells people that you are dirty that you are not clean that you were vaccinated that it that there was a slippery slope so that claim now that lady she they attempted to cancel her she's tripled down mm-hmm. she's came down and said listen this is currently something we're doing when you you'll hear an anchor or doctor on mainstream news at any given hour sitting going if we just had a way to identify them then we know because they won't take their masks off until they are sure that it's vaccinated it's, it's vaccinated people with their masks off yeah. once they know there's unvaccinated with masks off they got to put theirs back on because apparently their shot doesn't work anymore once that happens <laughs> So that whole narrative, and I mean, it's it's tongue in cheek funny, but yeah. we're getting the, these conversations. Like, this is real, I guess. This is the kind of thing that if you were paranoid about this kind of stuff, yeah, this is it happening in Tennessee, and 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 this is um, the 117 are in Texas. We're talking the Republican Capitol. The way it's going to go is Abbott's going to say no, you can't. They're going to go to the Appellate Court. And the Appellate's going to court say yes. It goes to the Supreme. I don't know where this falls. I don't. I don't. I'm recently converted conservative i don't know how much i trust this court bench they haven't none of the rulings i've agreed with since trump's been out of office so i don't have any expectation here Mm -hmm. for that coming up but we'll see hopefully hopefully next week we're gonna be completely open yeah everything's fine i think june 28th is when the masks in pa 
We did see, though, uh, Penn State is going full capacity for football season and basketball season. The, the, all, that was our big announcement is we're doing the full mm-hmm. capacity, and it was funny because we did that right after the Penguins get knocked off. Yeah. So the moment we need them, okay, now you can go and fill the Pirate Stadium. like Which isn't going to fill. We weren't filling 25% of the Pirate Stadium. We don't have – there's no demand. Once again, we got the complete lack of demand for fans in the Pirates baseball. <laughs> right. That, and uh, the 28th, 70% of – if 70% of all Pennsylvanians, not just adults – they're not just eligible. They want 70% of every person to take off the mask before June 28th. Mm. I don't think we're getting there. Yeah. Uh, with that, if I hope that we don't start turning on each other like workers against workers over not getting there. Like, But like, hopefully a month. Mm. Uh, June 28th is the expiration, so then it's done. Yeah. Boom. We're out of here. All right. Remember the Alamo. We're going to wrap it up. <laughs> yeah. Wrap it up. Okay, happy Memorial Day, everybody. We It's, it's Tuesday. Alec is currently missing. He might be showing up. We he, don't know. He, he spent all weekend. We were working on that um, the Westmoreland. I can't, I'm forgetting the name. What's the name of his paper? His newspaper. Yeah, he the, just... Um, it's, the Western, it's about Western PA. Yeah, it can't it, be Westmoreland, it, it's, right? It's, uh, it's, I think, the Western I Westmoreland Post-Gazette. Well, that's where, Alec, you got to show up here to give us the yeah. name for it. This is... The thing that I didn't know about it is is that um, it's an, he's doing it totally anonymously. No names on any of it, which right. at first I was like, I mean, how are you going to like get credit? But at the same time, if we want to break news that a lot of people like want to give opinions, but it don't want to come in here and like put a voice. Protection, right? Yes. Especially you if you're still working a job. You can put an idea out there. So if you see a new paper on your racks at the gas station, it's our, I mean, we have a full page ad in it. Right. I'll, I'll let me write a whole article. We got, I mean. If he was here, we would have the name. We already have now more media sources than CNN. We got a print publication. <laughs> like we have now, we got we got we don't have video yet. We we're, still have audio. We're still We're not the news. We're interpreting no. the news. No, we're, we're a whole different. We we, are not. Neither is CNN though. Yeah, CNN's like Th- this isn't the news anymore. This isn't the news. The propaganda. We're not propaganda. We're just trying to take what's going on in the news and discuss it, synthesize it, explain it, try and figure out where it's going. Right. The current weekend, the big distraction of the weekend was Kamala Harris's tweet. Yeah. Where. On Friday, Friday I believe it was. She took a selfie. Was it Friday? Yeah, because it's a long weekend. Yeah, Saturday, Sunday, the news decided to spend the entire each each channel spent one segment every hour spinning this. Right now, first thing you have like the first, I, I think the narrative ended up going. I see the way Fox covered it. I think they spun it back in CNN's favor. Like I, I think that the majority of public is viewing it as she's talking like the common man the working man right now the problem which this is not fake from fox's behalf or people that take offense to this is she is second in command to be commander-in-chief this is not a long weekend like hot girl summer have Mm -hmm. fun this is like you're gonna have really somber events this is like a very serious weekend and in a year where we've watched a lot of the same rights that all these troops have died for all Mm -hmm. of our soldiers died for just be evaporated at the whims of governors this is kind like this is the unofficial reopening. I know Biden said July 4th. This is everyone's going. We had the same amount of people in the air, I think a couple million short of where we were in 2019 numbers. Mm-hmm. This is a big day. Yeah, her weekend should have been very like depressing. If you're going to be president, this is not like it's just very. But that just shows you how detached she is from what's going on. She probably didn't even know what her schedule no. was. She doesn't. She's just showing up at events, it, it, doing it, her it, thing. It's not an intentional attempt to show disrespect. Yeah. So I, I think on she should have. But been that's what it of, shows. It just shows the lack of her. Um, beat her up on social she's media. She's not in her position. 
don't, she's not fully aware of what's going on. Don't 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 make this a news story. But then right, so, it shouldn't have been all over Fox well, News. And, was, and then I, I think Acosta to see Acosta's not even willing to like. There's one there's one way to cover the story and acknowledge that it's an error. Mm-hmm. But there's you have to acknowledge it's an error. It, like I get not getting super outraged, like not spending a news cycle on it. But here we go, Jim Acosta. He'll take a rip at it. Over a tweet from uh, Vice President Kamala Harris, uh, she tweeted, or her account tweeted, enjoy the long weekend in, uh, in reference to the Memorial Day weekend with a picture of her smiling. Um, I guess people got upset about this on the right uh, over at Fox, uh, where they, you know, manufacture these crazy, you know, faux outrage segments, you know, like, you know, like they they can't do anything else over there. I don't understand. But what do you make of this faux outrage over this tweet? Uh, it, it's exactly what you call it, Jim. So uh, it's okay. The the thing is, if you lost somebody <laughs> from one of the wars, right? Kamala is one of the people who sends your loved ones there to die, and, and, that's, and she seems yeah, to not care. Going to be, like you were second she's so, in line. She's so detached from what she's doing. No, the, you it, know, it, it gets a pass because Joe Biden is so good at this. Mm-hmm. This is Biden's specialty. He, he just brings a bow. <laughs>